It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jay here for Full Time Devils. This is what you're doing now. Huh? You're messing about already. Hey, do you know what? I'm not even going to start again. It's Jay here for Full Time Devils. This is the podcast. Joining me is the infamous Andy Tate. Matt Annie. And the even more infamous Stephen Hansen. I was just wondering if he's going to give me a, a, like a name coming into that. Infamous. Yeah. No, I don't know if I'm... I'm no, you're, you're infamous. Notorious. 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 Notorious Stephen Hansen. No, that's the been infamous. ruined since Conor McGregor, hasn't it? The Notorious. Yeah, let's not go down that. Big, that, you think. down that route. Bit of a... Hey, so on the way into work this morning, hey. guess who I drove past? Go on. I'll give you three guesses. Raheem Sterling. No, but you're on the right track. <laughs> hey, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne. No. <sighs> City's goal scorer. Otamendi. Otamendi. He was turning right uh, mm. into the City Stadium training ground thing as I was stuck in traffic going straight ahead. Clocked him. <laughs> I went... Did you do the whole two-one thing? No, I just went... Did he spit on your windshield? Give him a quick, like, thumbs up, like, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and he went like this. <sighs> Mate. Don't think he watches the channel. No. Well, <laughs> you never else. know. You never know. You'd be surprised, Steve. You would actually be surprised at the people who do watch his channel, honestly. Probably, probably would. Um, so, needless why, to say... why many of them won't work with us. Uh, Otamendi um, didn't have as many smiles as I did this morning. Can't work Mate. out why. Mate, I know. Might have had something to do with the, the derby result of the weekend. Well, what a bad weekend, was it? It's all right. Hey, it's all right yeah, yeah. I've had worse. Yeah, yeah. I've, had... I've definitely had worse. I went home and had a Chinese. It's fucking mate. Mate, mate. How good was it? How good was it? Just everything about it, right? Because the start of the expectation was quite low amongst a lot of us. That's, that's an understatement. Yeah. I don't think any of us were like, we're going to go there and dominate and absolutely tear them apart. Yeah. It was like, I admit, I said if I'd, I'd take a draw if it was offering me right now. I'm glad yeah, I didn't. Course. Yeah, of course. You um, take a draw. Yeah. I mean, I, do you know what? As, as they did score their consolation goal, um, I didn't think it was a consolation goal. I no. was like, fuck. If well, Sheffield United can pull us back, I uh, think City might. At this point, right, I was outside the Etihad and I thought their consolation goal was a goal for us because the chance were that, the cheers were that muted, but obviously I'm outside the United end. It sounded like it was coming from the United end and we felt, you know, you, you're trying to keep updates on your phone or whatever. So I thought if we got a third, 
And then it was like, no, it's 2-1. I'm thinking, shit, there's enough time for him to, to get back into well, this. Actually watching it, not only was I thinking shit, but I was trying to swallow my underpants with my trousers. Exactly. All, all <laughs> they did have one well. chance, the one chance, but the hair saved it. When they made it 2-1, I thought a couple of years ago, remember we were 2-0 up and they pulled it back to 2-2. Two, two, it was like... What do you think, though? And I mean, I know I'm not, I don't want to go too much on the City. We'll talk about United. But with City as well, they haven't got that little bit actually that they've had. They haven't maybe not got that... I don't know if it's desire. I don't know if it's belief. They just don't seem to be able to totally, go. totally, totally unrelated, not in any way connected. No, Russia's been banned for drugs. Oh, yeah. For yeah, everything. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I wouldn't even be sitting here suggesting that maybe that at one point Manchester City and Pep Guardiola might have been juicing their players. I'd never say anything along those lines. And I'd never say that a man that's previously been convicted of doing drugs when he was in Syria playing for Brescia uh, and then hired that coach when he came back to Barcelona. No way would I say that there's any possibility that he could have juiced his team when he was at Barcelona and they was running around like 50% more than any other team or at Manchester City when he was at Manchester City and they was running around any other team and now you contrast that to the amount of running that they're doing and it's a lot less and you wonder if they've maybe gone clean and they was doing it in the past I would not suggest anything like that so I don't know why they're, they're, they're looking like they haven't got that extra room for me what you're asking for your tea tonight I might have chicken, you know. Um, no. <laughs> I, um, I'm glad you've not said that. I'm glad you've not I, said that. I wouldn't that cast aspersions on someone who's... Look, legally he's a, made, he's a phenomenal manager that just works with the tools at his disposal, doesn't he? It's not like he's had to go and spend a billion at free clubs. This is a guy that can just go to the academy, pick out rough diamonds and polish them highly into successful players. It's not like he's got what he calls the best academy product, or the best player he's ever seen. And he gets less you know, time than you I know, do. On the city and, and doctor and that whole thing. <clears throat> why didn't they put a doctor in that 100, 300 million pound medical facility? But like, why, why did they keep one in Barcelona? Yeah, why didn't they have a doctor there? Because I reckon it's some. Like, I don't get that. Why did you build a three hundred million pound medical facility, but you don't have any doctors in it? So you have to send all your players over to Barcelona to get medical treatment. It's on top Someone's of like proper well, dropped about there. Haven't seen they? their ass with him sending players back to Barcelona all the time, didn't they? They didn't. They not like the fact they come back jumping for hoops after they were wrote off the rest of the season oh, allegedly. allegedly I mean if you get, if you see like De Bruyne go down don't even take him out your dream team just fucking <laughs> seems six someone getting stretched like, off is it don't worry about that is get it? him on they don't actually send them to the doctors anymore they don't send them sorry to the treatment room they just put them straight on a plane yeah. on it's a like, serious an note, airport next to the Etihad if you've not seen the documentary Icarus which I'm gonna go bold here and I, I think it's justified the greatest sporting documentary there has ever fucking been or ever will be. Mate, I don't know. Better than When We Were Kings? It's the greatest sporting documentary that the world has ever created. It's outrageously good. So, there's a. Have you seen it? No. What? Have you is seen it? Is this one with Lance Armstrong? No. Right, no, I haven't. So, there's a cyclist guy called Brian, Brian Fogel. Is it, I think it's his name, something like that. Um, he was like a, a college level cyclist. And all this stink came out of um, Lance Armstrong. And he's like, how easy is it to actually dope? So he goes and starts talking to people and goes, I want to do a documentary about me doping to see, one, what the impact is, and two, how easy it is to get away with it, because obviously what Lance Armstrong's done. Now, there's a a race in France, which is like the amateur version of the Tour de France. And instead of being like four weeks, it's like two weeks, something like that. And it's brutal. Uh, And they they even say, look, the Tour de France, you shouldn't even do it if you're not on steroids, because it's just that hard. Like yeah. you should, you'd basically be on steroids just to survive it so he starts doping and it, they get hold of some Russian guy called Grigory and he's helping him um, 
take drugs and also freeze his piss because they're going to put his piss into the system uh, to prove he's clean and do like this is how they get away with it. Right, okay. In the middle of all this going off, I, I think it's RTL, German television, um, uncovers a, um, a big stink about the so- <clears throat> Sochi Olympics where um, the Russians doped the shit out of the Sochi Olympics. Um, this Grigory was the head of the Vada lab in Russia that basically did it all. So he's bowed it, bowed it, right? He's right. not fucking about. So the documentary takes a left turn halfway through and becomes all about how Russia managed to just cheat the whole fucking world. And he's like, yeah, everybody, soccer players, rugby players, like every single sport, we doped everyone. We doped everybody. And here's how we did it. And then here's how we got around. Because if you're an athlete at the Sochi Olympics, they, they take two samples off you, they pour it in each. They put these uncrackable lids on, so you have to break the lid off to open it. Well, they, they, they could open them. <laughs> um, and they, they would take the, the dirty piss out and they'd put clean piss in. But to get the, the specific gravity correct, they had to put loads of salt in them. So he was like, if you test some of them, they'll be just laced with salt. And they did, and they're like, oh shit. And then they found like microscopic cracks on the, the lids where they like took these claws off them and, and got rid of the lids. And they was putting uh, clean piss in like plug sockets in the lab. So that the scientist would go to test the piss and he would like pull a plug socket out and it'd be the clean piss that he's meant to put in it in there and he'd put the dirty one in there. And the some KGB James Bond well, shit. KGB was involved ferrying the piss from their headquarters, which is about fifty meters away in a, in a tunnel up into the finger. It's the best documentary because you're sitting there going, What the fuck? It's amazing. So after you've watched that and you go, Of course there's steroids in sport. And if you then start, I'm not going to say this, that, and the other, but the, go and just Google Dr. Fuentes. Dr. Fuentes. Dr. Fuentes and see, he was, um, he's got an office in Barcelona, an office in Madrid, and he said, if the truth ever came about, Barcelona Barcelona would have to give back Champions Leagues and Spain would have to give back titles. So that's what he says. We've not talked, what I we've talked about this. So <coughs> I think we have, yeah. I think it'd be great if 2009 and 2011 in particular. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't, I don't. Just, would I don't, just in whoever anyway. came second. Yeah. Just, I don't, I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know who that is. Yeah. But just give them that. So we've been cheated at two Champions League finals. Allegedly. Allegedly. For the purposes of, you know, our lawyers. <laughs> well, 20, having, 2011, they played the beautiful football, didn't they? That season. Allegedly. So, allegedly. <laughs> I'm going to say allegedly. We were that final. They were off their fucking tits. Uh, according to Dr. Fuentes, because I wouldn't ever throw those, those sort of aspersions no, on anybody's character. I'm sure that it's not, all Certainly not a man in Pep Guardiola that, as a player, was uh, found guilty of, of using Nandrolone, um, and then he blamed his doctor, which uh, I guess is fair enough. And then, like, if I was a footballer, stop laughing, if I was a footballer and Jay was my doctor, and Jay had given me some dirty shit, and I got done for it and banned because of it, wouldn't you find it a bit hot that when I get a job as a manager, the first person I ring up to come and be the doctor for my team is Jay? Yeah, it's a bit... That's a bit yeah, on top yeah, of it. I'm just saying bit. that's on top. I'm not saying there's anything... I'm just maybe saying... Maybe he's just a very... I'm just saying look into right. it, maybe. And we know there's a shortage of doctors anyway. There's yeah, a doctor's strike. That's a point. Do you know what I remember? There's a doctor's strike. I remember covering it when I was a reporter. So obviously Pep was struggling for doctors that much. He had to go to the one that gave him the dirty shit. Yeah, he didn't allegedly. want to. He didn't but want to. He just, you know. He's the only one I can find in my phone. Can I ask this? A couple of years camp. ago... Juventus were found a betting scandal. They stripped a couple of their titles, they didn't did. they? Yeah. C- could they do that to Barcelona? Could they I strip it from the record? Uh, no, because they're, they're balls deep in UEFA, so I'm probably going to say they'll probably ban us. 
Absolutely ban us. The, but the, yeah, even like people hate. I mean, like well, attendances were fucked in Italy for a good few years, yeah. and they're still a bit down because people just went this whole and this whole fucking thing's dirty. Now the FA actively cover up drug tests, failed drug tests for footballers in England. So everything that the FA says about a clean game and I think lies, they cover up dinghies. Like people get uh, two week shadow bans where they they're not allowed to play for two weeks and they they're injured. But they're not injured. They're on a drugs ban. And they only reveal it on the third time that you fucked up. Right, so okay. the FA is paying fucking absolute lip service. Just play a little bit of devil's <clears throat> advocate here. Is there not that element of when you're an athlete, you're taking lots of different drugs, you may be trusting people as well, and it can happen accidentally? It does, happen. It, can. It because, does happen accidentally. I mean, now, you know, obviously I'm a big UFC fan. Yeah. Uh, it ha- the UFC had the same level of testing that they have in Premier League and in football. Yeah. Right? That's referred to as the steroid era. The golden era, the steroid era. It's called the steroid era because those type of tests are apparently so fucking easy to manipulate and so easy to pass that they call it an intelligence test to pass it. Like, if you're not thick, you're passing those tests because it's urine and urine can be manipulated. Well, that counts me out. They've now changed the way they do it and the UFC (laughs) (laughs) takes blood. And, and that's harder to manipulate. And they've also stopped people doing IVs because they used to rehydrate using an IV. Right. Now, they're not allowed to use IVs no more because the people are using IVs to blood dope and stuff. So if they just eliminate IVs, there's little plastic particles end up in your bloodstream. So the people were saying, oh, it's because I rehydrated. Now they're just like, well, you're not allowed to rehydrate using them because we want to see if anyone's do, using IVs for drugs. It's insane. So the UFC's level of drug testing now is mental. People know it's mental. People are still doing steroids. But like I said, the, the level that they were testing to previously, which is what football tests to, is known as the fucking steroid era. People still got caught then. But for some reason, I don't even know why. Why the UFC felt it really needed to go turbo on people taking steroids, but they did. Um, and it just look at the, go look at Alistair Overeem. Alistair Overeem, um, in the steroid era, looked like a fucking cartoon character. Really? Absolute cartoon character. The first fight he had under the VADA testing... It looks like a darker version of me. Really? Yeah, it's horrendous. <laughs> and you're like, mate, what happened? Oh, just Google, just Google Alistair Overeem or Uberim before and it's after. Educationist before podcast, and after. people. This isn't just random shit, chatting shit it's, about the derby. It's outrageous. This is so I'm just saying, I think there's fucking drugs me, yeah. in football. I'm, I would I would absolutely say I'm certain there is drugs in football. And obviously I know quite a few people in football. I know people who are strength and conditioning coaches. Um, and I've said, talk to me about drugs in football. They've all gone, I don't think it's there. But I don't fucking believe them. Like when I was at Salford, I played rugby league professionally. I know a lot of people don't know this about me. But I was five years as a professional rugby league player. When I was 16, I was offered steroids. And I fucking wish I would have took them. That's my fucking stance on it right now because I didn't, and everyone so else just, that, uh, just when got I was sixteen, I, I was offered drugs a different time. I wish, <laughs> I wish I'd have said no to them. If I'm being honest, could have uh, saved me fifteen years of hike. But in hindsight, everyone just got fucking jacked yeah, over yeah. summer, and you're just like, what happened? I'm like, it is a shame though, three because, times a day. All right, you know, we're laughing at it and, and that, but you want it to be fair. And when you think things like that, it does sort of take the romantic view we have of What's fair? football. Marcus Rashford and Dan James are always going to be a fucking 100 mile an hour quicker than Nicky Butt ever was. What's fair? Yeah, but that's natural. That's, yeah. you know, that's God-given, if you will. So what, is can, that fair? Keeping yourself fit, looking after yourself, dedication, sacrifice. You forget, it, uh, no, nothing boils my piss more than the absolute garbage you see spouted about some of our young players. <laughs> and all he only cares about this, and he only does about this, and he's more social media. Listen, 
when Marcus Rashford was 18, he was playing for Manchester United, he was dedicated to Manchester United, he wasn't going out on the piss. When we were all 18, you don't even want Yeah, we know. all went on the piss. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah. we did. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So this idea that they're not dedicated or, or distracts is a load of rubbish. So, but the, the point I'm getting Marcus to is... Marcus's family call him boring because he's that... Exactly. Because he just fucking... Exactly. He just cares about football. Yeah. So, it's a load of nonsense, but my his point is... His family's got a big dog as well. He's the family man. He's got a big dog. <laughs> I've seen his dog. dog. He's massive. Pardon? He's not bad at football, Max Rashford, is he? <laughs> like we've been saying? Yeah. It's fucking that, Christ. It's weird that, isn't it, eh? Hey? It's weird. Look, he just needs better players around him. Marshall comes back in. He's got 10. He'd argue 11. And I'm with him on that as well. That he's one got, against... Was it Nick... Nick, Nick Pope not Nick Pope Tom Eaton yeah Tom Eaton don't want that goal no Tom Eaton don't want that goal Marcus, Marcus does, does want it it's off the inside of the post it's it's going in it's, it's going across the back goal, line man. it's his goal come on it's more love, his goal I love the chat Sammy between him and Sammy Abraham on Twitter by the way <laughs> I love that it's good stuff it is um, but yeah I mean not to say we told you not to say not to say we told you so but we fucking did like for the last five years we've been saying Marcus Rash was absolutely mint and Pretty soon he's people, gonna start. Where's all the Trashfords, Trashfords and fucking Rashbeck? Rashbeck yeah. and Them people who ran. You only know fucking I mean? defer <laughs> about him going on about. Uh, you only fucking talk about him because he's from Manchester. No, like talk, talk he's a fucking him. good player. Because uh, hang on, should yeah. we just list some of the players that haven't scored as many as Marcus Rashford this season? Aguero, Sterling. Um, I think he's level. He's a level with Aubameyang. I think Mane's so. got I less than him. Salah's got less than him. Like is it the same? Pepe. Has he fucking played any games yet or what? Because I mean, that's as many as that fucker. Hey. He, might, he might get a game tonight. But... I, I'd like, show some respect, Andy. Don't bring Pepe's name into Pepe. this. We're talking about good strikers here. Okay, I no. thought you. I thought you were talking about the, the Portuguese defensive midfielder that used to play for Real Madrid. That well, Pepe. He, he was. He was. He's, he's got probably he got good, more. He good he's probably got more goals than the one that plays for Arsenal. I don't even count that them them or him in this conversation in <laughs> any way, shape, or form. Preempting the fucking comments. Some of them have been penalties. Yeah, some, sometimes strikers score penalties. Do you know what? That's quite interesting. That because Alan Shearer doesn't count the penalties he scored. Yeah, and so when you see season. that thing that's the two hundred sixty Premier League goals. He doesn't like that because he doesn't count the 60-odd of them that were penalties. Red issue back in the day. The um, day. They occasionally did like some journalistic stuff. They didn't just fucking go after people. Um, but they did something where they looked into um, Andy Cole's record. I can't remember what year this was. I feel it was like about 2000 maybe. Yeah, probably. And Alan Shearer's record. And uh, you take the penalties away from Alan Shearer and it was like... Um, shot accuracy, goals conversion. It was fucking eerily similar. But if you went... And he calls the greatest striker the Premier League's ever seen. He was spat at. Yeah. But if you said it about Alan Shearer, the people go, eh, well, Drew, what, maybe this guy, but no one's going to fucking call you a fucking idiot. No. And that's just. Well, just do you know what perception. it is, though? It's this whole thing of let's try and find a negative. Oh, oh, let, right, we're going to talk about Ollie's record. Let's only talk about his record as permanent manager because that's worse than his record since he became manager yeah, of Manchester United. Let's not talk about the fact that he broke <laughs> the record for the amount of wins in his first 10 games. Uh, does it not count no more, that? Let's, yeah. not, let's ignore Paris. Then points Paris. count to the, let, where we came in the season. Let's ignore it? Paris. That didn't happen because yeah, he wasn't Paris a permanent manager. manager. Let's ignore, you know, going to wherever <laughs> it was to Wembley. Tottenham. Can I ask Wem- that question? Sorry, Wembley, yeah. Can I ask the question about that night in Paris? If we'd have gone out just like 2 1, would have finished fourth that season? I don't know one day, but we didn't. And we fucking. I broke a chair and it was fucking happy days. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That was like. <laughs> 
I felt delirious after that night. I genuinely I did. felt like I was, I was like, like for a week. I was. I know. <laughs> Someone asked me to do something for the radio. My old boss asked me to do some radio, and I recorded the first bit. I just I recorded, pre-recorded it, and listened back, and it was just gibberish. He's just gobbling it. He's like, and I was like, I, can't I don't remember that, an explosion of emotion. Yeah. Since John Terry fucked it up. Yeah. Mate. I was. Do you know what? <laughs> I was convinced. I mean, I mean, to be fair, you were having none of it, but I was like, 20 years, it's written, it's on the account. And you like, this is one of the moments where Alison's like, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. Barcelona happened. Fucking your and... mate's trying to do fucking Cruyff turns in his own half. <laughs> fucking hell's he on about. If you've not seen it, by the way, if you just go onto YouTube and just type Ashley Young doing a Cruyff turn in the new camp right. for an hour, I will say this the day I die. I will say this the day I die. Every single person that watched the first leg of that game knew Ashley Young could have no part in the second leg. Right, Pat, everyone. Pat, Pat Molly. Except Molly, right? <laughs> so, yes, we can blame Ashley Young, and I get it, but Ollie was off his fucking head. Not only picking him, but playing in his less preferred position of left back, which was just madness, a madness. Who up against Messi? Yeah. No problem. Young, young has got this. Don't worry about this. Young has got it. We move and then, past. And then, oh, I'd love to have been a fly on the wall in the team talk for that. Boss, <laughs> You're going to track Messi yeah. then? Yeah. Boss, I'm just looking at the tactics board here. You've got me next to Lionel Messi. Yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. a circle around us. Yeah. Don't worry about that, son. What does that mean? <laughs> that means stay close. Does it? I like the way David De Gea thought. Don't worry, Youngie. I got your back. I'll just let one in for you. So it's not all on you. <laughs> Should we get back to the glowing? No. Yeah, sorry, let's go on. We've got lots of glowing to do. You're right, go on. Now, that Monday morning, you can have a nice walk coming into town or getting on the Metrolink like that with your jolly, jolly Star Wars jumper day. Andy, Andy's walked into town five times this morning just to do it. Just I, keep I, I, in I the walked safe into the office and I, I could hear Andy talking to Nick and he just, the, the words out of Andy's mouth as I walked in was, robots don't age. And I was like... <laughs> Do you, know, you just wish you was like vlogging or something? Well, robots do age. They definitely age. They get rusty. Yeah. Metal ages. You never had to replace a part on your car because it's aged. I'm talking, I'm, I was talking from a sci-fi point of view. I'm a comic geek. I'm not going to argue with you about comics. Cause like, <laughs> hey, that, that's like arguing with you on Twitter about anything. Talking like, gib- gibberish in a month. He just wears you down even if he's wrong. He ends up right because you just lose the fucking will. So we've been talking about the drug taking, the Manchester derby and the fact that robots right. don't age. That's a great Monday, that, isn't it? Uh, was, was that all of our defenders' best game this season? No. That played. I don't think Luke Shaw had a particularly outstanding game. But is that but has he had an outstanding game this season? Yeah, I thought he had a seven out of ten game, which I don't think he's had this has season. He had an outstanding game since he fucking did his leg? No. I think he might have had one maybe. We were at, we were not arguing, we were talking about him probably being what, third or fourth choice? Left back. Yeah. If you're gonna be honest, your mate's first. I'd even put Roho and maybe well, Suan <laughs> Zabi and Roho in there. Um, he heard the lineup. I was like, oh, oh. but I'd say, I'd what, say, being honest, sure, I would. If we're gonna give ratings, I probably can we get some? Oh, listen, commenters, you motherfuckers, can we get some fucking respect on Jesse Lingard's name, please? Yeah, because I did you a favour on Saturday morning. No, I, I got, did. I had to I, fucking turn notifications off. Because you're my mate. <laughs> I clipped up the bit where you said Jesse Lingard should start against City, and I let you. I, I didn't clip it just that bit. I let you have the bit of an explanation where you said in the big games, he's just the type of player you want, and I'm about it, about it, right? And now you can do a bit of gloating, thanks to me, because in the big game he turned up and again, we won again. again. So but you're welcome against Everton, against Colchester, against who else we got coming up? I don't know, uh, Alkmaar, like Watford. 
What, yeah. Watford, ex- Watford, Watford especially. That stinks of Don't want to see yeah, Jesse that Lingard stinks in of that Jesse game. Lingard not having a good game and everyone going, Newcastle. Newcastle as well. Yeah. Any team that's going to sit back, you don't want him. Um, match of the day. This is, have you ever heard of Match of the Day? It's a programme on BBC. Is this the one that Gary Lineker goes on sometimes? I think he's so. not tweeting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, so, yeah. Uh, I only found that this week. So, um, check that out if you've not heard of it. I used I, I remember it from... Back in the day, was it in the nineties? Yeah, it used to be on in the nineties. Yeah. It's definitely not been on for the last no, six I've, years. No, I've definitely not seen it since then. Uh, not since Fergie left. I've seen the program. No. They cancelled so, it. Uh, they highlighted exactly what Jesse does um, with both movement and the way he links the play. And it because it's not an assist, it's just a link pass. Joe, he's whoever wins it in midfield, they find Jesse, and Jesse finds somebody else. But it's that enabling that he does Two to words, somebody yeah. else. Paul Scholes. I don't yeah, want to hear about Paul Scholes' assists. assists. Yeah. You're not getting the fucking point. Paul Scholes will turn nothing, there's nothing happening, and he'd do a killer pass that plays in someone like Giggsy or Beckham, or Beckham yeah. who then lays it off to Cole or York, yeah. and they get a goal. But and Scholes got the no assists. Assist, but... Exactly. But he's created something out of nothing. And Jesse Lingard, I'm not saying he's like Paul Scholes, but everyone gets fucking excited. That's exactly what he said. I, I think I said he's better than Paul Scholes. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, Paul Scholes no, in his 40s though, so. yeah yeah to be fair yeah. Paul Scholes <laughs> can't even play non-league anymore um, hey he still got it yeah I'm going to ask I'm, I'm asking the question whether right. or not he answers the question right, fair enough um, but yeah Jesse Lingard had a very good game but my point earlier we'll get to Jesse was was that you think Harry Maguire alright Luke Shaw we can say he's not had a great season anyway so Wan-Bissaka you know, have you seen that Wan-Bissaka. video of just Wan-Bissaka's moments in the game the one that lasts for about an hour yeah. yeah, Fred's also got one. Fred again. Fred Meg Rodrigo uh, in a in the middle of a one-two. He he, won, he Meg someone. I love Fred. Right, the way the thing I love about Fred, sorry, is the way that he he seems to be so calm under pressure as well. He doesn't sort of being lose Brazilian. It. Yeah, well, yeah, it doesn't always work out. No, no, a Brazilian, <laughs> Brazilian, and a Scotsman. Yeah, happy days. That's like the perfect cocktail, isn't it? Yeah, that's what you need—a double pivot of Brazilians. As long as you get the right ones. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't end, end up with, you know, Don Hutchinson and fucking... Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so, it's so um, hard to Rocky Jr. Off the cuff. Rocky random Jr. Random shit Scottish players. Because, you know what? And it, it's a sad <laughs> indictment on the state of... And I blame Brexit. On the, the state of the league. I mean, that there isn't as many good Scottish players as there was. Because there used to be loads of good Scottish players. It did. Brian, Not Darren Ferguson. Brian McLaren, of course, being one of them. No, but I'd argue it was Maguire's best game First for player us. to score 30, it's George Best. Um, I'd argue Maguire was his best game for United. Uh, goal. I don't know about that. Yeah, no, goal was I don't think he was bad in any shape or form. No, I'm not um, having it. No, I, I thought... Would you say he's had a better game? Who would you say he's had a better game? Oh, stop me, I can't. All right, fair enough. If you're not, if it's not. Lindelof? Thought he was decent. Again, uh, but I don't think he's had a good season. Or, wait, he had a, he had and this is the with... point I'm getting at with Shaw, with Lindelof especially. Wambasaka played out of his skin, and it was he's had good games, but I think that was his best. Maguire's been a little bit patchy. If, if, he could argue he's not quite lived up to expectations. And I thought he played very well. And I thought Lindelof, who hasn't had a good season, he's probably been my most disappointing player because I personally had him as player of the season last season. I thought he was very good. There were two parts to him on Saturday. He put that block in on De Bruyne for that shot. It was fantastic. Then he lost the ball and Sterling went on a run. There were always going to be mistakes, though, because the amount of pressure that back line was under. Their, like, goal, was, uh, their goal was avoidable. It was avoidable, yeah. And this is my issue with De Gea. There's, there's elements of his game that make no sense. Um, 
why doesn't he come clean someone out? These so many times he stays on his line in those situations, which is why some of the smaller teams, not saying City are, I mean they are, but you know what I mean, um, have a bit of joy against us in in these games because he doesn't ever come and clatter someone. Like he doesn't command a box, does he? The two the two biggest criticisms you can have of there are his distribution and commanding his area, and those are big elements in the game, especially now. But his shot stopping's unhuman. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> it's freak, it's freak, yeah, but and he did have a good game. That's, go. that's not to say he didn't have a good game oh, because the fuck have you done that? <clears throat> he um, he did. You know, he he played really well. But um, how many chicken nuggets do you think you'd eat in one sitting? Um, how many? Ch- I I I could probably do the whole twenty. Well, I, I thought it would be starting at twenty. Like, well, how many could you do? I don't know. I've never done it. I do about seven or eight. That's about it. I've done over a hundred chicken wings with no batter on them, like just, just like the skin, bone, proper, <laughs> proper How many? wings. It's over hundred. Hundred. Yeah. How many could you do? A scouser seven or eight, eight, if that. A scouser better. So you could do seven or eight. If I can do twenty, you can do more than that. Nah, uh, overload your system. No chance. What's the point? You're supposed to put yourself in agony for right. So he's, he can do hundred and you can do eight. No, no, not. But this is see. Then there's put a yourself in hospital. Yeah, yeah. really. This clever. is chicken nuggets. They're different to chicken wings because chicken wings obviously real meat. Yeah. And they don't have the batter on. The batter's a big game player. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> be heavy in your stomach, mate. You could do well more than seven. <laughs> Honestly, you do you twenty made, in a you, blink. You made the, you've lowered the bar. You do twenty with no preparation. Maybe no preparation. A couple of cans. I of think you could have seven frosted. or eight as a starter, <laughs> and then go on to the main. And Maybe. Don't you really, that doesn't fucking surprise me. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's chicken wings. Not, not chicken nuggets. House, chicken wings is a difference. Right. A scouser bet me. What are you betting with scousers for? Well, I'll tell you the story. So we uh, we're in Malia. It's lads' holiday. With scousers? No, no, no. Good lad. It was the compare of the, the night oh, we was in. Can I <clears throat> that was a rip roaring night. So uh, we've had a few drinks. Now, have you ever heard of um? If you have amaretto and coke, I used to. Yeah, it tastes like um. Dr. Pepper. I was going to say, yeah, it does taste like Dr. Pepper. So there's this drink called the Dr. Nicholas. It's got vodka, amaretto and coke in it. So there's like three shots in it. About six of them. I'm a little bit on the tipsy side, to say the least. And this is when I was skinny, Steve. So I don't have the... So this the, the 80s? <laughs> I don't have the drinking superpower that being fat gives you. Right. So I'm pretty smashed. Yeah. So we go to this all-you-can-eat barbecue buffet type thing. And um, got some chicken wings. Do a fucking banging at about four or five. Like, oh, fucking good then. Go up for a second plate. You know the drill. Yeah. Guy goes, hey, up, going up for a second plate, lad. You know, in a stupid Scouse accent. He goes, And he's like, what? I just got another five or six. He's like, you can't eat all them. And I'm like, I'm not, what, another fucking half a dozen chicken wings. It's like, you mad. And he's like, you definitely can't eat all them. Shit powder. Oh, and I tell you what, I'll eat was all he, was, this, was he 12, this guy? No, he was in his 40s, doesn't it? Oh, my God. So he's like a platter. Honestly, it's like a foot deep. Right. And it's a big fucking tray like that. Where is this, by the way? Malia. Loves Malia. Yeah. So I went, I'll eat all them. He went, no, you won't. I said, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to eat all them, and you're getting your dick out. And he went, all right. Right, right so, bit, a bit weird, but go on. Yeah. So I picked the tray up. I was in the army on so. Yeah, that's true. We all know what goes on. I took the plate down and I fucking polished off because drunk and there's a scouser and a bet on the line. You can't stop me, can you? So I polished the whole... Fo- I mean, imagine being at that barbecue going, I like them chicken wings and this yeah. fucking dick's eating them all. I absolutely whooped about 
probably about 100 and fucking 15, 120 chicken wings. Oh, and man. I was like, right, get your dick out. And he right. went, no. So I did. <laughs> so I got naked as well. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I feel safer already that the security of our nation is protected by such esteemed professional people that eat 115 chicken wings in order to get a scouser to get his dick out. And then when he doesn't, get their own dick out instead. Um, <laughs> Dickless. <laughs> John, there's loads of foreign people that don't get British or squaddy humour that are just going to be appalled. You just got to go with it, mate. You just got to, do you know what I mean? I remember when I, I worked in Malia and I think it was about... What? One of them shot my in bastards? Yeah, Kimakis. I was outside. <laughs> come, into, come into the bar. Come Get into your free the, shot, lads. Come into the bar. Where are you from, boys? Newcastle. Oh, great. I remember like, come into the bar. Bobby Davro's in there telling jokes. Bobby Shit. Lavro. Yeah, it wasn't. He's on a certain um, game that we play that I don't mention the name of. Obviously. Oh, is it? Right, okay, yeah. Definitely. Um, <laughs> does it, did anyone care on Saturday, by the way? That, or did anyone think, right, this is it now, we've given the scouts the league? No. I didn't. I didn't even know it in my head. Someone said it to me later and I was Last like, Last no. one yesterday, so it's, it's Look, not over. They haven't won it in 30 get, years. Care. Blackburn have won one. Arsenal have won a couple. Chelsea. Leicester have won one. Chelsea have won a couple. Everyone gets a go eventually. Mm. So they're going to win you one. You can't spend, since the Premier League started, what, a billion and a half quid yeah. and not win the Premier League. Yeah. We did. <laughs> Six years. No, no. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but we've, you know, we won it 13 times before that. So I think we're How out. How many times? Oh, 13 times won the, the Premier last... League. Um, 13 times in the last 25 years, 26 years. So, you know, not not a terrible like, record. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's going to make me fucking cry myself to sleep that I have to watch these win one. No, yeah. and the media's going to blow it all out of proportions, but like I've said to you in the past, what we're going to do is we're going to completely ignore it, not take any bait. Listen, Scousers, don't bother tweeting me. I ain't taking a bait. I'm going to revel in not taking a bait. I'm going to focus on fucking Pep Guardiola losing his shit, spending over a billion, can't play kids, got the best academy in the fucking country, got the best facilities in the country, got everything that's been made for him, and he's fucked it up. He's gone one better than Pellegrini, and that's it. That, get used to that because you're going to hear a lot of that in the next seven months. Um, Liverpool have just won the league in record points. Yeah, and I'll tell you what about Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola, yeah. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> how do you feel about Liverpool? Is that? Fucking Pep Guardiola. Like, and if we win the FA Cup, we've got to play him in a charity shield because they've finally going to want to leave. Steve, Steve, what do you want for breakfast? I'll tell you about Pep Guardiola. Yeah, right? Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola. He's on his fucking bike soon as well, isn't he? It's Back off to fucking it's Spain. It's all to fruition. Last time they won the league... We won the FA Cup, like you say. Leeds got promoted. Oh, fucking hell! So it comes out. Could happen. We and win the FA there Cup. There was a rule change which has happened since they won it. The pack back, the pass back rule, and then they had to bring VAR in. So that would be one we're going on. Goal you couldn't win it without fucking pass backs and VAR. You fucking Goal shit. Line technology. There's all there's all sorts. There's all sorts we can say. Goal line technology is the only um, instance of technology in football just working. It yeah, because it's not, the it's not, there's it's, no grey area yeah. as well. It's black or white. There's no interpretation no. of whether the ball is over the it's line. It's on the radio it this morning. Could the league scrub the VAR? It's definitely more a, vid, a visible, uh, sort of an, an audible audio, thing. An audio thing. An thing. An audio, could VAR yeah, be scrapped? I, I watch the radio sometimes. I don't think they're going to scrap it. I think it's here to stay, but some of the... Fucking Matt Latissi the other day on, the, on um, Soccer Saturday going on saying he thinks the offside rule and VAR's interpretation of it is perfect. I nearly fucking hit my telly. Are you mad? No. I do what, if you want to say VAR works as you think it should with this fucking bullshit armpit airs offside stuff, fine. But I think the rule needs changing. It's got to go back to daylight. Daylight works, man. Daylight does. And, it, you know, you know it with daylight. And also, that's an advantage. 
If I've got daylight between yeah. me and the if defender, my armpit's I'm the attacker. Ahead of there's an toe. advantage there, yeah. There's no, there's no it's advantage. just ridiculous. What's the spirit of the law? I could be facing the wrong way. I could be facing back to goal, and you could be facing towards goal. Yeah, I could be nearer to the goal than you are, and therefore in an offside position because my heel is offside and I can score my heel. The emotion's gone out of the game now. You can't celebrate at all. No, look at Mings. He's going to Trafford. I know, and he had a message for his mate who lost his baby, didn't he? Um, and he said he didn't get it out because he didn't think it was. He wasn't sure it was a goal. I mean, that's an extreme that obviously isn't going to happen very often, but I know, even though it was against United, it's a shame. It's a shame that he can't do that because... It was a fucking right finish. Yeah, and he's got yeah. to wait and Look, football's about someone in a box somewhere. explosions of emotion, yeah. right? That's, that's what it's all it. about. Otherwise, why don't we just all watch Footy Manager? Can you imagine, right? Why don't you just watch the, the results on the old Championship Manager, the dots coming up? When, when Teddy scores in the new Camp, right? We've got a VAR. Watch him. Watch what Teddy does. The first thing Teddy Sheringham does when he scores, he glances at the, line, glances at the linesman. You'll see it's clear as the day is long. Now, can you imagine if, after he scores that goal, we go to VAR for four minutes while they debate whether it is a goal. <laughs> we get a golf clap. Yeah, right, we get, oh, actually, it is a goal. And then we go back on, you know, and by this time, everyone's cooled down and the Bayern Munich lads have got their heads together and, they, you know, the manager's had a quick word of him and he's like, fuck, you know, get a grip. Or now. even worse, I mean? when Ollie puts it into the fucking roof of the net... Because there's all sorts of... I mean, Schmeichel's... Oh, he wasn't there for that one, was it? But, like, no. there's all sorts of shit that could have been offside, a Ferguson's foul, playing it defensive. Whatever. Schmeichel's not coming up for this one. And then... Oh, no, sorry. Um, and then he puts it into the roof of the net. Now, imagine that the lads didn't just fucking steam off the pitch and celebrate. It's not, and Solskjaer has won it. It's, and Solskjaer's put it in the net. Let's quickly go to VAR yeah. to well, see whether that's over or not. Ryan Giggs has got his hand on Sammy Kafur's elbow. It's probably a foul. So, I think we're going to have to give that as a foul. Yes. And we don't win the treble. And... It's not just that you don't win the treble. That emotion of, no. it's over. Just think it's, about yeah. the words he says, and Solskjaer has won yeah. it. Not and Solskjaer scored. Yeah. Not unlike... It's in, let's check it. It's, he fucking won it. It's yeah. over. It's, it's done. Iconic. It's, iconic. As, it's as done as fucking Sammy Cuffle was yeah, after it. Because he was fucking done. I almost did. Almost. <laughs> um, but no, you're right. That's a problem. I mean, I said to you early on in the season, I know, right, looking back, it's ridiculous. And people look at this goal and go, Jay, what the fuck are you on about? But at the time, against Chelsea, when Marcus goes through and he scores at the beginning of the season at Old Trafford, I didn't celebrate quite as much as I normally would. I celebrated, but part of me was thinking, was he offside? Because it was so quick how he went through and I didn't see where the defender was. I was thinking, he's offside. are we going to get a VAR well, he's got a check? couple of goals. Who was the so goal I didn't quite go for it thinking, this is it, we've fucking done him. The Spurs game, there was a little bit of uh, hesitation in them because of the VAR stuff. That's what I mean. It is. It's, and the, but the thing with VAR is, the people who are in charge of it, the people brought in, they don't really care about the match going fans. They don't. They don't give a shit about me and you or you what? stood in the straight. Not celebrating. Just like, not, not knowing celebrating what's going quite on. as much. Then, not even knowing what the check. Aston Villa. Yeah. Aston Villa. There was no announcements, no VAR or anything for Villa. All right, it was. It was perfectly. It was onside the equaliser, but no announcements, no nothing. Just because it's not on seller and it's all for the fans. What a load of bollocks that is. So if, you, if it's your Preach last Andy. game, you're drawing two two. No VAR. Hashtag fuck VAR. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's what we're saying here. Um, so what else you can fuck I'm going to have to address it racism obviously yep and <laughs> it seems that I'm fucking we're talking about this <laughs> did you see his excuse I was trying to put my hands in the pockets it's pulling up your pants well, well, yeah you, for 20 seconds you don't put your hands in your pockets you just do this do you know what isn't it funny how there seems to be a sort of correlation between how spineless these racists are as well none of them can say do you know what I fucked up I lost my head 
I shouldn't have done it. I did it. They always come out with some ridiculous yeah, excuse. None of them ever just go. Do you cowards. know what? And I've always hated Andy Peters and all. Like yeah. just, just going totally fucking all now. Dave Benson Phillips, don't get me started. Listen, if Say you're what? a racist, be a racist twenty four seven. I could almost Own respect it. it yeah. yeah. Do you know what but I mean? when you just fucking like, uh, you're in a stadium. There's a guy that you know is not going to dive in the crowd because it's not Cantona and fucking end you. I know. Because that's what we would all like to fucking see, isn't it? Yeah. And you know. It's, it is a ridiculous excuse, uh, and, and I can't even believe he's saying it, but we'll see what happens with him. I think he's been nicked, and rightly so. But something needs to be done. And I have my hands in my pockets. I think I he's think, lost his job anyway. And I've said this, right, because people, anyway, people will already start getting tribal and all. They'll go, oh, well, you know, it happens at United. And I'm not just making it about United City, because it does happen at other clubs. It does happen at United. And United have got one of the highest arrest rates in the country. And you know what? For racism, and I'm proud of that because that tells you if someone's doing that shit at Old Trafford, yeah, they're, they're getting grasped. Yeah. I know, and you know what I mean. And don't give me all snitches get stitches and all that. Was I get it. United fan who the Liverpool game. Yeah, but yeah. people. Right, do you know up. what? Now, one of my lads, as you know, is a steward in the away end. Right, right, and he and he's Asian. Yeah, and he called him a <laughs> Munich, right. And that guy was arrested and ejected. That wasn't reported though. Yeah. It was only reported from what the United player did. Was it to one of the? I can't yeah, remember Trent. It was. I think he was. But why is that not? Why? Why is it not getting reported that some of the away? Because I think yeah. Scouts is like. Ugh. Yeah. So it does get very tribal this sort of thing. But we, we can all admit that it, is a, it, it happens everywhere. And I think the thing with it, with it is, and this is the thing we've spoken about on this podcast as well. From our point of view, if we see it, we call it out. We tell them to shut up or fuck off. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what people need to do. I don't think the players need to do that. I don't, people going Raheem Sterling should have got involved because he's an anti-racism campaigner. He's not going to go into the crowd and start fighting with his own fans. It's not Fred's job or Lingard's job to go and sort it out. Has he made a statement on the back of it? Um, right. I don't know. I, I, don't know. Know. I, don't, I, I agree with you. He shouldn't have made um, a, a. He shouldn't have fucking steamed in there and fucking I headlocked gonna, him. I, like, but I applaud the city players for trying to calm the situation down. Going to I think, over I to think, the I think a statement wouldn't be a miss afterwards. Yeah. I, I suppose. suppose I suppose. Like, I just think him standing there. I just. Oh, yeah. I, I, the scout, a lot of the Liverpool fans who still hate him were <laughs> jumping on it like look at Sterling, and that's really not for me the the, the story here. Are the we st- really going at Liverpool fans looking for fucking um, sense and, on fucking race issues? Are we really doing that? They are the most objective people you can oh, get. When it comes true, to yeah. it. They they just they don't they don't travel just in any way. Ever for being a victim of racism, and, and their players didn't encourage fans to abuse. No, him as no, well. manager never got a lot of t-shirts for a guy that Unveiling was fucking banners as riches. well. Getting- Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.